Today we're playing Stewpot Tales from a Fantasy Tavern by Takuma Okada. For those of you who are new to this game, here are the basics. Stewpot Tales from a Fantasy Tavern is a collection of small games for groups of three or more players. Each game lets you, a retired adventurer, play out different parts of running a tavern and settling down in a town together with your old adventuring part. You'll be scrambling to cook something edible with random ingredients, bartending for troubled souls, calming down a tavern brawl, going shopping for all the things a tavern needs, and more in a variety of slice-of-life scenes. My character's name is Wist Sakea, um, whose pronouns are they and she. Also, their look is rusty gauntlets, swirling plate mail, and their adventure job is bard, and their town job is hunter. I'm going to be playing the man called Jericho Chainbreaker, whose pronouns are he, him. He wears no armor, and he has kind eyes. And he, he's from an old, he's from a D&D game I'm in. Uh, he, was, he was a barbarian, but he works just as fine as a fighter, which is his adventurer job. Uh, and his town job is the farmer. I'll be bringing back Marius, thank the gods for small favors. Uh, their pronouns are they, them. They have a jeweled staff. Or Their adventurer job is a wizard, and their town job is uh, the scholar. And I'm going to be playing uh, Sable, the unfavored. They use they, them pronouns. They have a sturdy staff, uh, no armor, and solemn eyes. Their adventurer job is paladin, and their town job is, I mean, they're so they're a beekeeper, so I'm going with apothecary for their town job. <laughs> so th- there is only one problem, and yes? if none of us have a job that directly relates to being in a tavern. That's fine. It's fine. That's it's fine. fine. I, d- I did all the time. I did just want to mention that it is funny. We have a hunter, a farmer, a scholar, and an apothecary. Uh, we will make it work. That's fine. Fantastic. I think that's that's the end of the game. Yeah. That, of that game, right? We can upgrade our tavern though. Yeah, we need we to can, decide oh. which thing. <laughs> oh god. Uh tavern ratings. The tavern ratings are cuisine, atmosphere, and service. I feel okay, so if we go off of like how like like what just happened, um mm-hmm. and like all of the challenges that y'all did, I would say it would be service. Yeah, yeah, personally. Yeah, we were we were very good at at serving. Yeah, but y'all can pick whatever you want. Also, no, totally agree with that. Uh, and every time you gain a point in your service rating, you create one new NPC employee who represents one of the uh, new hires. Come up with one or use one of the examples listed. Who do we, who's our new who's our new employee? Uh, there was a guide. Um. A guide. I thought there was like some examples of NPCs. Oh yeah, like like uh, like an experienced line cook, good waitstaff. Yeah. I guess we probably should have a cook in this uh, kitchen. <laughs> I was also thinking about a like a host or host hostess or hostex. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, that's a good call. Yes. I don't know. I feel like maybe a uh, cook would be good. Um, uh, yeah, cook a cook or a host would be would be great. I think I'm I'm because we're all very we're just dazzling personalities, <laughs> so we kind of handle the host ourselves. I think I'm leaning more towards cook personally. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so let's let's come up with this cook and who they are. Um, I'm kind of imagining maybe like. Maybe like a cook that had been in retirement, like maybe um, had previously worked at a tavern in a different uh, in a different town, and mm-hmm. uh, maybe they come out of retirement to help us out. Since you know we we managed to get through the festival, but it was still obvious that we were kind of struggling. Yeah, big cat man. Yes. Um. Yes. 
So, uh, I've um, had, do any of you know Monster Hunter? Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Uh, you know how there's a cat cook chef in Monster Hunter? Yes. Um, I think there's uh, there's two. There was the muscular chef, who was the one in the in base Monster Hunter, and then there's this like this like babushka cat, uh, <laughs> in in Monster Hunter Iceborne, and I think like both of those would be very good to have as our cat chef. Yes, I love muscular chef. Muscular chef is good. Uh, I don't know this one, this cat's name, but I. Love them. This cool cat. This one. Uh, it's in the Discord. Yeah. Look up. Look, look up. She- Iceborne Chef Cat. You'll find it. It's amazing. Good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there. This cat's name is Graham Yelster Chef. Oh my god. That sounds perfect. Please, buff grandma, buff grandma cat. Hell yeah. Fuck yes, let's the, go. The gra- the Graham Meowster chef was once the Meowskular chef's culinary mentor. Um, Very good. Remind so, me yeah. to tell you about the Monster Hunter game that I am writing. <laughs> Hell later yeah. Point. Tatiana. Uh, very strong catfolk chef. Grandma. Hell yeah. Perfect. So that is um that is that is me, I think. That's my turn. And that's uh that's three games. Oh that is is that three that's three games. Is that? Yeah, first step counts. Oh okay. we totally oh oh okay. <laughs> uh oh, all of us who use their experiences get new ones, right? Yes, also need to do that. And also um, do we have any memories about any any of this about like what we've done during this festival? I think this is the first time it's like come up that it's like yeah, and the memories are about other people, right? Right. It's like something that you see them doing um, that like really leaves an impact and like start associating that with them. Yeah. Like the luggage thing was a good one. I I think I'm gonna write the luggage thing down. Mm-hmm. These we can just kind of write them out like bonds, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I got one. Um, I have written that it's good that Marius still has a handle on that magic stuff, even though they're not slinging spells anymore. Because hmm. they handled um. Uh, they handled the the artifact that went wild um i have written down jericho emerging smiling with like a dozen suitcases in his arms having successfully tracked them down i love that image (laughs) it's It's so good good. he's a fun he's a fun character to play Um, i've also determined my new um experience i've took i've taken i've taken one of the guard experiences um, friend of the people, the people know you and come to you with their problems. Uh, because I won that drinking contest and also found all them bags. <laughs> Makes total sense. Rascal, the mighty, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I was like, I was like, is this just Rascal? <laughs> it's Rascal was uh, Norwegian. This is like a Russian lady, but Rascal's cousin. European. Rascal cousin, (laughs) just like Nico Bellic. Deep cut to an old game that everyone played. I can spell. Google, help me. Thank you, Google. Okay, I have uh, written uh, Wisp's delicate handling of a tense situation was a relief. No one wants to deal with belligerent swords, and they handled it well. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. So for my uh for my experience, I feel like this might be a little cheating, but I think this is actually related to uh what happened uh because I was able to use my knowledge uh to defuse that situation. I feel like it's 
fair that I use the scholar experience well read. You know it or you know where to learn about it. Totally. Um, and I am taking the usual spot, which is know the best areas for hunting and foraging. I think that um, as the like uh, compost, like bone meal stuff is getting made, right? It's also getting like scattered around a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like trying to pay attention to where um, bits of that are going and knowing that those will be good spots for where, later. Where like herbs and stuff grow. Exactly. Hell yeah. Oh, I, I forgot to. Are we all human? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, that's that that that's just me responding as myself. Uh, not for anyone else. That's a big question mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Marius is human. I actually don't know if I am. I might be like a dryad. Ooh. Nice. That'd be pretty cool. Dryads are cool. Yeah. I think I'm a dryad. Hell yeah. Alright, so we take a we take a break before we do wear and tear, right? Because I super need to be. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can I can I can go for that. It's yeah. Time. Break Whoa! Yo! We're back at top of the hour! Again. Nice. <laughs> Let's go. All right. BRB. BRB. Five oh five oh five minutes. Not five oh. That's the police. <laughs> okay. Bye. Okay. So we're back, uh, and now it's wear and tear. There's always something to fix, clean, or pay off. After playing this game, you may increase one of your tavern oh, rating by one. Sorry, real quick. Right. Yes. Um. When we come back from break, uh. Is the time when you talk about like if there was anything that happened that you didn't like, um, or or like stuff that you might want to change in hindsight, or like stuff that you really liked that's that's happening that you want to see more of. It's like, it's not quite like lines and veils stuff, but it's like mm-hmm. maybe if you're feeling kind of iffy about something, you can bring that up here and be like, okay, can we not do this moving forward, or can we, um, say that this actually didn't happen, retcon stuff. So. There's also cool. the time for that. If there's anything that you thought of in that like first round. Uh I I don't have anything. I th- I had a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Okay, cool. Good to check. I was, good to check. Yeah, good to check. I was very worried that you were about to be like, and so this is why you have to stop something you're doing. <laughs> I was like, I was like, whoa, God, what did I do? <laughs> but no, no, it's good. This was, this is nor- normal stuff that it's important to do, and I should just not be too self-conscious. Yeah, self- I should self-consciousness be is okay, especially if you self- can't like shake it. Self-awareness, yeah, um, more than being like nervous. Yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, okay, cool. Dora, yeah. I hope uh, it was I, okay I, that I just like dropped Meryl and Solon. <laughs> no, that's totally legit. That's who it was. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I almost never create random characters like on the fly. I'm almost always thinking of someone when I do mm. weird stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vivian is also another Stupak character from a different game I played. <laughs> yeah. It's it's good to bring them back. Good to bring yeah. them back. I definitely am <laughs> trying to do mostly FTL characters here. Mm. So. Someday I'm going to bust out Vin- uh, Vinny Vermilion, ace pilot of the big red cat. Fuck, <laughs> yes. All gonna be left shaking. Someday, ju- <laughs> someday I'm going to bring in Pax, my uh, tiefling hockey star paladin. Hell yeah. Oh my God. The joke with Vinny is that his name is Vermilion, but he thinks it's Vermilion. Yeah. <laughs> or he says it Vermilion. That's beautiful. <laughs> I love yeah. him. Yeah. Okay. So, with that done, wear and tear. A wear and tear. There's always something to fix, clean, or pay off. After playing this game, you may increase one of your tavern ratings by one. Setup. Anyone can play. T- decide together what part or parts of the tavern need fixing and touching up and what the new features of the tavern are. Uh, working together. Take turns choosing actions to take. Everyone should pick one. So, I'm gonna play, for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely playing. I will play the game. <laughs> Me too. Cool. So we're all going to play. 
Um, I feel like, so I feel like with that, is this like immediately post festival? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. We made a lot so of cash. So we're just like, yeah. And so we're just like, we're like partially cleaning up and partially like Sable goes, oh, the, the roof looks a little, a little bit uh, dry. I'll just, you know, climb up there and patch it up a little bit. Yeah, totally. Look at all this money! <laughs> <laughs> Jericho swinging bags of gold. Um, so what? So what? Yeah. So what part of parts of the tavern needs fixing and touching up, and what the new features? Of the so you said the roof. Uh, I think Sable is going to go touch up the roof a little bit, just like which, just like modifications. You know, making sure mm-hmm. that it's actually watertight and airtight. Mm-hmm. Well, because for us, the roof is the cave, right? Good point. In a cave, cave. but I mean, you could still patch up the roof of a cave. Like it could be like, uh, like roots are coming down or something. We could have an awning. An awning, yes. We could have like a yeah, like a like a big extended thing from the cave mouth that goes out and it's got a big the tarp. A little out of cave area for outdoor seating, quote unquote outdoor seating. Yeah, like a patio. Yeah. Um. Okay, so Sable's gonna go patch up the awning. I guess what rating are we trying to improve here? Oh, that's important. Because um, we just Im- did service. Yeah. So. I feel like atmosphere probably makes the yeah. most sense here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Rob. Uh, I think Jericho, to do the roof thing, the roots coming down from the roof, um, I think. That is happening, but like it's cool. <laughs> Jericho's going to make it look cool. Uh, Jericho's going to weave the roots in with some moss uh, mm. so that we have like a lawn on the roof. Mm. Like a moss bed, but a moss ceiling. Yeah, that's cool. Um, could we bring some of, like, are some of the roots close enough to the mouth of the cave that we could bring them out to the awning to kind of reinforce that a little bit? Sure. Because I feel like that would be cool for us to do together. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we uh, use those experience, how I, how we like combine experiences, but. Um, I have my adventurer experiences are uh, brute strength, move the immovable and legendary weapon, an artifact of immense power. And then. My harvests are large and exquisite, <laughs> which could mean because my farm is above the cave. Um, my farm is on the mountain that the cave is built at the bottom of. Right. So, like, it could be like these roots are crazy and wild. Actually, I need to stop saying crazy. These roots are like, like, um, the huge because that magic plowshare is like seeping into the soil and so like just the strongest tubers you've ever seen (laughs) um yeah and i think i think maybe the thing that makes the most sense for me is using distillation um to like Mm -hmm. kind of oh shit i didn't write down what distillation meant (laughs) <laughs> Oops. We have to scroll uh, all the way down. Strengthen all the way the good down to apothecary. Strengthen the good Strengthen in something. Good. Thank you, Takuma, for knowing mm. what your game is. <laughs> I wrote that one today, so I feel like I should know. At least this <laughs> yeah, one. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um I feel like so I feel like it's it's th- like that's the one that makes the most sense, I think, here. Um because uh, to to kind of like to make to, to make the roots even even like stronger and more sturdy, I guess. Mm-hmm. Totally. Like yeah, like like um, Sable's got like some uh, some root varnish. Yeah, it's like kind of magic, but Sable's not magical, so. Who's to say? Yeah, but you, you're godly. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> cleanliness, close to godliness. Um, so yeah, so yeah, so the the bounty of my harvest like seeps down even through the ground, um, and then you are able to to help it fit, to, like you know, keep it strong. Mm. Um, and so we've got like this beautiful moss ceiling uh, that grows, and like, I mean, like, what if we did like some hydroponic stuff, right? Uh, and have like upside down like fruits growing from the from the ceiling. Mm, mm, mm. I like that a lot. Yes. Like like bear like berries or something, so like um patrons could like just reach up and grab some. That's yeah. really good. I love that. I love that a lot. Hell yeah. Uh I'm gonna add that to our list of things. Look. Mm-hmm. Fruit growing from the ceiling. Like, like seasonal berries. Whatever the season is, there's that berry. Yes. Um, grow, like little chandeliers almost. <sighs> yeah, great. Love that. Love that so much. Okay, so have we spent that experience to do this? Um, If it's a town one, no. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think we keep those. You do get to keep those. Okay. They're ours. I wanted to um, make so sure who- before I tried to use it later. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the thing so with like the is- adventure ones too is like you're crossing it out, so it's like you're not really using it anymore, and it's like kind of taking a back seat. But it's not. It doesn't necessarily mean that you can't do this thing anymore. It just means that you're choosing not to like, or choosing not to as often, maybe even. Yeah, like Jericho didn't lose his endurance, probably. Right. Most of his stuff is like physical prowess. Uh, so who else is who else is playing this one? Uh, I am going. I was thinking about using inspiration. Ooh. but it doesn't seem like a big like changing the building type thing as much except for the root stuff and I don't think I'm involved there um, but I think maybe I'm like observing someone could be because for atmosphere I think it's this is maybe like something on the inside of the tavern it's like mm-hmm. repainting the walls or like getting new curtains up or some something like that um maybe it's the painting Mm. it's like okay what like what colors make the most sense here like how like what kind of pigments do we need so that the like glowing rock lamp stuff like um like what what kind of colors look good in that light um Mm. And I think I'm like observing someone, someone in town who's like good at mixing those kinds of paints and helping them out and learning from them. Hmm. Do you, do you want to name this person? Um. I don't know. Like maybe it's even actually with. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I don't have a name right now. But it, if anyone has a good name for this person. Um, they might even be asking me for like, like certain berries and herbs and like bugs and things to crush into colors. So like, I, uh, I have those things. So I'm like helping them get stuff to make paints as well as learning about what they're doing. To crush. Yeah. So many pauses. That's the thing about coming up with stuff. That's yeah. We brought in a painter. Named. (laughs) Kyla? Kyla. Kyla. Where am I writing that? Oh, down there. I'm I'm keeping a, a little ledger. 
Kylo Ren. No, 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 no. <laughs> please do not. No, no. <laughs> hate that. Hate that fool. God. Want to dunk dunk Kylo Ren right into a trash can? Yeah. What and then Adam set the Driver. trash can on fire. Ugh. What? And then set the trash can on fire. Mm-hmm. I saw that was clip that from Marriage Story of the like argument, and I was like, "Why is I, this happening? I don't, I don't like this." It's a, it's wild. I so the first time I saw that uh, thing was as a was a was a, a joke uh, like image set where it was they were yelling about Baby Yoda, <laughs> um, and I was like, "Oh, this must have been like a Saturday Night Live like digital short." No, um, but no, it no. was something much worse. <laughs> it would have been hilarious to have Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson screaming at each other about Yoda. It's less hilarious for them to be just yelling at each other. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Kyla, the he, the painter of walls. I think he's like kind of like an actual apothecary too. Oh, a real one, because a beekeeper isn't enough. <laughs> no, you're a beekeeper. <laughs> I, I'm I'm joking. <laughs> They're like the kind to like disappear off into the woods to paint, right? Like kind of like uh Ursula and Key's delivery service. Mm-hmm. Hermit painter? Hermit painter. Hermit painter. Ah, painter of hermits. <laughs> I am um, listening to my Jericho playlist in my ears because uh, I'd like to have some music playing. Uh, and that great song just came on. If anyone likes, uh, like, like post rock, um, like Godspeed, you Black Emperor. Um, they should check out uh, Do Makes I Think, uh, especially their 2007 album, You, You're a History in Rust, especially the song The Universe off of that album. Just a little plug in the middle of this uh, this hermit painter scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, awesome. So we, met, we, know, we now know Kyla, the hermit painter apothecary. I think... I'm trying to decide exactly what Marius is doing. I just know that they get frustrated and they're going to ask uh, another character for help. I'm just <laughs> trying to look at everybody's talents to decide what Marius is doing. I think, you know, maybe Marius, so like, you know, in the festival day, festival day, Marius like managed to pull together, you know, scrape together uh, supplies for us to get through the rest of the festival and they're, getting frustrated with trying to source uh uh source certain foods and so they mm-hmm. ask Wist uh for help because uh Wist uh knows the best areas for hunting and foraging. Yeah. Definitely. Um and it's kind of you know, since since we've been adventuring together, Wist knows that this is kind of like, you know, Marius doesn't ask for help very often because they're very, you know, self-assured and, and you know, they they know best in their mind. So the fact that they're coming to Wist is, you know, kind of a big deal. <laughs> yeah. I think I take, like, extra care, too. Like, I'm showing you around but also i'm like drawing up a map like very carefully so that you have that as well marking off all of this making a lot of very detailed notes yeah Bruh. that's that game that's that game that's that game, that's that game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i've created all a tavern right. Dora. So now, so now our tavern is Atmosphere Two. Yes. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um. Hmm. 
there's a part of me that uh wants to do a friendly tavern brawl. Yes. <laughs> but I also really like uh off the clock. Also very good. Yeah, I think uh I think I'm gonna do off the clock. Uh where do you go after the tables are wiped down? Who's heard every story you have about the worst people who have walked in? Uh Anyone can play. Each player describes the first thing their character is doing to wind down, let loose, or otherwise forget about work for a while. Uh, take turns. On your turn, choose a prompt from the list below or come up with your own. Ask one or more players to join you. Describe what happens together or roleplay the scene out. If nothing comes to mind, you can pass or look at the time and realize you have to get back to work. When everyone has passed in a row or gone back to work, the game is over. So, who would like to be off the clock with me? Me! <laughs> I love the idea of Sable and Marius hanging out. <laughs> yeah. It's so silly. Uh, I mean, you know, Jericho is always, always ready for a good time. I think I'm sending this one out. I'm off in the woods doing something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wood stuff. Wood stuff. Wood stuff. It's like it's like that's what we say. What's West up to? Wood stuff. <laughs> yeah. And the tables are wiped. Where do so where do where do we go? Um where do we go? I'm totally gonna like n- encourage us to go grab some food. Hell yeah. Uh, I guess the first the first thing Jericho does uh, to wind down, let loose, otherwise forget work for a while, um, is 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 unbuckle himself from the plow. Um, you know how they usually have like ox oxen pulling the thing. He just does that, <laughs> uh, and he's like, "Let's go." Do some stuff. Oh, jeez. Um. Oh, God. I just had a horrible idea. Yes. 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 Marius. Marius is the one who's like, we have food at home. (laughs) (laughs) Marius is, we have food at home. Sable is one black coffee. Jericho is McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's. <laughs> well, you know, it's nice to treat people once in a while. I'd, I'd, I wouldn't say no to getting some food. Yeah, I'll get some, I'll get some food. Yep, Marius goes, but they're still, they're still kind of like. Why are we doing this? We we have a tavern of our own. We need to get different <laughs> food occasionally, Marius. I uh, suppose. I, also, Lorelai's there too, um, just because it wouldn't make sense for him to go and have fun without her, because uh, <laughs> they're a unit. Uh, and she's wearing her nice uh, her nice night on the town chainmail. <laughs> Nice. I love her. Um, she she was a lady who spent seventeen levels wearing plate mail, so chain mail is dressing down. <laughs> Fashion armor. Fashion armor. Fashion armor. She makes it herself. It's it's nice to be able to know that if there's if it fails, you only have yourself to blame. <laughs> so where uh, so we're, we're getting some food. Um, so I think that there is a little place around the corner, um, and I, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take this one, because I w- was thinking about this. I think there's a little place around the corner that has food very similar to food around the temple where Sable grew up. Ooh. Okay. Um, what kind of food is it? That's what I'm trying, that's, that's the next question, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um... I want to say that it's very Greek style. 
Mm-hmm. Um, sort of, or, hmm, we'll, we'll roll with that for now, and if I can narrow something down, more, more down, mm, bad words, um, if I can like, but I think there's definitely Giros and, um, other sorts of, like, what we consider to be Greek food there. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that Sable necessarily knew that it was... Well, Sable probably knows, actually. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine that Sable wouldn't have gone wandering around this town when they first arrived here, trying to sort of suss out what's around. And um, and I think they like this little place. Mm-hmm. This looks good. I, I looked up... Uh good Greek food, and I'm seeing some good stuff. There's some mm. good stuff. <laughs> There's a thing called tomato fritters. Ooh. Uh, which look really good. I love tomato. Um, <laughs> they got that cool coffee. This is good looking food. I should stop looking at it. Um, <laughs> so we go, we got some food. It's familiar. Hell yeah. We get euros, the two of us. We, uh, Lorelai and Jericho get different kinds, different fillings, but they both share them. Mm. So it's like you get lamb, I'll get beef, and then, but they both eat equal amounts of each. God, that's, so, God, I hate that. That's so soft. Yeah. <laughs> they, for, yeah, they're the softest. Um, um, I think uh, Marius gets falafel because I've decided that they're vegetarian. Cool. <laughs> we're we're really learning some good, weird little nuggets of information about our characters today. Hell yeah! So okay, so so in this game we we take turns. So this was this was uh, your prompt. I I right. just kind of stole it. Yeah, yeah. This was Kale's. Uh, Kale's prompts uh, on your turn. Choose a prompt from the list below. Come with your own. Because I don't think we actually read the text of the game. Um, so yeah, so we go. We go this this Greek style place. Um, what's it look like? Like is it like like tables? Obviously, there's there's probably tables, or unless there's not, unless it's like a, just a bar that you order at and go leave. Yeah, I think like it's a, a. I think it's one of those. I think it's a little like a hole in the like wall, almost literally. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I've seen those in New York. I love those. Mm-hmm. Those are my favorite mm-hmm. places to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like literally a hole in the wall. In the wall of the ca- cavern. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, and it's, they, they're walking away and Sable goes, how do they get in and out? <laughs> that is funny. It's it's a secret. Uh, you have to have the Arkenstone, or as a, a, a swallow has to croak thrice and 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 the door opens. Peck on the rock. Yeah, I'm doing Hobbit shit. Uh, Perfect. Very good. Should keep Stewpot open so I can actually read it. <laughs> oh yeah, it does help. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we the, the so then we also choose other prompts for other instances where we have. Wound down. Is that? Am I reading it right? Right. Yeah. You can keep going. You can just, you know, um, keep picking prompts. You can just go on a very long outing. Okay. So, because I've got one. Okay. Uh, there's a ball game in the square. Who's the better player? Oh my god. <laughs> Definitely not Sable. Not Marius. <laughs> What if it's what if it's um uh what if it's Lorelai? I was thinking it might be Lorelai. Yeah. Uh sure. Uh is 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 it like soccer? My brain automatically conjured Foursquare. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't even remember how Foursquare works. Uh, you have four squares. <laughs> There's four squares. And depending on if you, you have to rotate through the squares, depending on if you get out or whatever. And if you're in the fourth square, you always start. And Lorelai's always in the fourth square. 
Sure. Because she I just don't... continuously just gets everyone, like, out and makes them all rotate. Mm-hmm. But she never moves. She she is the wall, the iron weight at the in the fourth square. Yes. Um I'm looking at these these rules and this is bonkers. Um but cool. Yeah, Lorelai destroys everybody at four square. Even the children, especially the children. They have to learn. They they must. They must learn. They they must learn. Um, do we do we have anything else? Um, I kind of like the idea since we just had the spring uh, celebration. I like mm-hmm. the it's the middle of summer. It's scorching, and you defer- def you desperately need to swim. Uh, mm-hmm. What's the secret spot you found together? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we worked up a sweat after after playing ball. Um. And uh, Lorelai just completely thrashed us. Um, <laughs> I think I feel kind of silly for reusing this, but I feel like there's like a, a tucked away cave that has a natural spring in it. Hell yeah. Yes. It, which is where we go. Mm-hmm. Um, Does Jericho and cannonball a- and splash everyone? Je- only after they've all decided that they're going to swim. Yes. He tries he tries not but yes, um he does he definitely is the kind of person who's like leaves the trail of clothes behind him as he as he just dashes for the, for the <laughs> edge of the water. Nice. Uh, whereas Lorelai very like neatly folds her chainmail. <laughs> Do you fold chainmail? Is that what happens? <laughs> I mean it's like a shirt. You know, you fold it, kind of. It doesn't fold exactly like cotton, but it works, probably. But yeah, no, he, Jericho's, uh, no, Jericho likes, um, he likes, he's the kind of person who likes to walk on their hands at the bottom of a pool. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, he's like, he like, you know, like, oh, let's, let's do a race, let's do a lap, swim, 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 swim. Um, and Lorelai, is much more relaxed and just kind of like arms on the edge, just watching him and, you know, happy. How does Sable and Marius swim? Uh, Sable, like, just like, just takes off their top layer and just floats around. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Marius. So Marius doesn't actually swim. They just hitch up their robes and uh, dangle their feet in the water. <laughs> I knew it. They're predictable. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, Sable, are you having fun? And Sable, in the middle of splashing with the kids, I've never had fun in my life. Yeah. <laughs> is this, um, this is a natural spring. Is it like a hot spring or like, is there like a natural, like somewhere down there is like a very tiny volcano that gives it sort of like an effervescent fizz? No, I think. Oh, go ahead. I like an effervescent fizz, but I don't necessarily think it's a hot spring. Yeah. Sure. I think there's a part of it that might be hot. So you could like go down and like sit in the jacuzzi part. Mm -hmm. Like. Lorelai and Jericho could be like, okay, the adults are going to go have adult time now. <laughs> yes, the the adults, not the hundred. How old is uh, Sable again? Maybe two hundred. <laughs> yeah, no, the, yeah, the forty year olds are going to go in the jacuzzi. The 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 married couple are going to go in the jacuzzi, and Sable's going to go. I, okay, I'll watch the kids. <laughs> Jericho Jericho definitely does that thing where he like goes around under the water and like like pinches Lorelai's toes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> God, I, I basically with that just RP my ideal married relationship. <laughs> but yeah, no, they 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 have fun. Yeah, fun here. That's a good time. But probably, probably eventually we realize that it's time to go back to work. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. Save after Sable's like climbed out, they're like, okay, I'm gonna go back to the tavern now. Same. Mm. 
And, you know, you get the best foraging done at night, so we should probably get back <laughs> up the mountain. Yeah, agreed. And that's that's the game, I think. That's that game. Yes. Right? Yeah. Hell yeah. Hmm. Oh, is it you? Yes, it's me. Wow. I think it's it it. okay. So I think it's funny if I pick a bard's tale, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I'm the adventurer. <laughs> That's good. And, and then Sam was like, "Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, this sounds really fun. Oh no!" Love that. Love that for you. <laughs> um. So who wants to be a bard? Besides, I mean, the obvious answer is the bard, but Wist is also <laughs> retired? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Now, so I have a bard in the wings that I could deploy, but I am not as familiar with Sable's tale. Hmm. I mean, you can you can make something up um, because Sable's tale in, the, tale in this universe is different from their tale in other universes because in this universe their god isn't dead. Hmm. Um, Probably a good which yeah, changes good some things. Hmm. Um. You can tell the story of how Sable died. Ooh, that would okay. be fun and not at all re-traumatizing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, because that's the only thing that I have established about Sable at this point. I although I guess if Aviel isn't dead, then why is Sable? Whatever, I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> it's a one-off. I mean, it's okay. It's been it's been you know a hundred years, and stories mutate. Yes. No. My the question was if. Afiel isn't dead, then how is Sable still alive? But I don't care. <laughs> oh, it worked out. It worked out. This time. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Sable's just been alive for a really long time, and the story has definitely mutated, and it does kind of sound like it happened maybe a decade ago, and Sable's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Fantasy mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Afiel. Afiel, please. <laughs> Um, okay, so so to start, we answer these questions. Uh, the adventurer answers, what detail of the story makes you realize that this tale or song is about you? And the bard says, how did you learn this tale? Is it directly from the mouth of an eyewitness, from another bard? Did you piece together the story from multiple versions? Um, hmm. Because I don't actually know. And because I don't know how the story goes, the only detail that I have set in stone is that Sable woke up with a sword in their stomach. So that's how they died. But anyone can get stabbed with a sword through the gut. So what is it Mm -hmm. that makes Sable realize it's about them? Hmm. Um, Do you want to do the bard questions first while I think about this? Yes. So I will introduce you all to the one, the, the, the magnificent, uh, bugbear bard, uh, Bartholomew J. Blackstone. Oh, yes. Uh, uh Bartholomew J. Blackstone, uh, the heir to a line of, of, of goblinoid librarians kill, whose parents were killed in a, uh, in a, in a aberrant raid from, from, f- uh, assassins from beyond the, the universe, uh, was raised in a dwarven theater, uh, in the ways of dwarven Shakespeare. Um, Beautiful. Everything about that sentence was glorious. Uh, yes. Um, attend the tale of tragic love divine, uh, is the first line. But that's the only that's the only iambic pentameter that I was able to think up on the, off the top of my head. I mean, it's it's fair. I guess the the thing about it is is that so oh so maybe that's the thing is that like as far as Sable is aware, there is no other recent story of divine intervention to this level. Mm-hmm. Like 
gods don't usually interfere directly in this sort of thing, especially when it comes to death. So it takes a while for Sable to realize what's happened, and when when uh, Bartholomew tells of how um, the god appeared to them, they go, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think also that it's the ending is wrong. Oh? I think it's a I think the story that Bartholomew tells is a tragedy. Oh no. <laughs> um it is the romance between a god and a mortal, that's there. Yes. But it ends when Sable dies. I I also I also love this idea that it's like when I was in college, I went to a stand-up show where um one of the one of the stand-up one of the speaker one of the, the uh comedians told a story that I had been present for about my best friend. Oh <laughs> and my there God. were wow. and in a packed theater, like we were sitting on the stairs packed, like fire hazard packed, and uh-huh. me I knew immediately the story and just started laughing silently to myself. And my other best friend went, oh, my God, is this what I think it is? And there were like three other people in the room who knew the story because and all of them, except for one, except for two, had been directly involved in it. And so I'm imagining it like that, where it's like Sable is sitting there. And Marius and Jericho and Whist, if they're all there, are just looking at them like, wait a second. <laughs> I can't believe you yes. lived a Bart's tale. <laughs> Marius especially is like, Sable? <laughs> no, I'm just remembering how horrible that, that show was and... Remind oh, me to no, actually but... tell you guys a story because the comedic timing of it is just so perfect. But later, later. Later, later. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to share this image of Bartholomew. Yes. Uh, with all of you. Show me Bartholomew. Uh, old, old photo. Old drawing that I did. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. So he is an order and a violinist. Um, and so he, you know, he gets set up, uh, on a couple of stools and, and begins this tragic tale of woe. Um. Is he using names? Uh, probably not real, re- uh, you know, the names of those involved have been changed to protect their privacy. <laughs> <laughs> the privacy of a god. <laughs> yeah. That's fair though. Yeah. I am not an evangelist. I am merely a storyteller. It is not my job to drum up followers for this god. Uh, <laughs> you have to answer. You have to tell me what the most popular part of this story is. <laughs> uh, the most popular part of the story that everyone agrees on uh, is that um, you know there was this love. There was a forbidden love. Other gods were against it. Uh, this 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 god of light or whatever I feel is the god of um, freedom and liberty and a little bit of light, yes. Freedom and liberty. Uh, the god the god was like um, you know the the enemies of this deity were 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 closing in, um, and both of them knew that if the paladin lived, they would live a life <coughs> in chains, and thus to free them with one. To, to be together in at least one world, if not this one. Uh, the god d- drove home the last sword. And so there's the sword bit. Right? <laughs> so it's like Afiel- covering their face with their hands like, oh god. <laughs> um, and so, the, yeah, so the... the, the, the it's you know it's kind of like a Romeo and Juliet thing where the god kills the 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 paladin and then raises them as, as an angel in their retinue. Hmm. This is really funny for another reason. I can't okay. If so, if someone leans over to Sable and is like, "Did that happen?" Sable's gonna be like, "We never talked about what to call it." <laughs> <laughs> 
Very funny. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's the, that's the most popular part of the story is this is this tragic this tragic um, you know uh, torn apart in one world together in the next sort of thing. Um. <laughs> Wait. Okay. So we take turns. So your so yes. that was yours. So mine is. Uh, what part of the story do you find yourself telling unconsciously, word for word, in sync with the bard? Because I feel like the 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 flourish at the end is not necessarily the first time that Sable dies in the story. Hmm. Um, and the actual first time that Sable dies in the story is the first time that they meet face to face, which is true. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Which is, it, that's what actually happened. And so Sable is like mouthing along with the words that Afiel said to them when they were in the plane, that other plane taking their last breath, feeling uh, her cold hands on the back of their neck. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> And again, someone's like, Sable? And Sable's like, we didn't talk about it. <laughs> it's a very embarrassing for them, because they've never actually said that they're married. <laughs> <laughs> they just are. They just are. And thus do do emotions transcend words. Um such and such and so and so. Uh, with dramatic flourishes, have I added to please the audience? <coughs> um, I, I think, um, I think there's this, there's this, uh, uh, um, a recurring motif, um, of like roses. It's very, uh, Utena. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> um, a lot of, uh, a, you know, a lot of shimmering eyes wet with tears. Um, and- <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I asked um, her this, but this, and this is perfect. <laughs> Yeah, and Bartholomew, Bartholomew is you know a bard also like a magic bard like a D and D bard. So he's got like minor illusion and shit queued up with the, with like the Utena uh, like paper doll um, cutout stuff uh, showing up every so often to to illustrate the motion of a scene. Um, and you, like and it you it definitely doesn't look like Sable and Afiel. Um, it definitely looks like, you know, like some bishojo stuff. <laughs> oh, amazing. Oh, no. Um, I love, can I do, uh, what chance do you take to, to spin the tall tale even taller and have it be like at the very end of the story, in the very end of the totally. story when, uh, Bartholomew is like, um, and then, and, and like, like thus, uh, the the deer, the the paladin lay dead, never to awaken or whatever this stuff. And Sable yells, <laughs> Sable yells, "I'm still alive!" And Bartholomew goes, "But sometimes we can still hear their voice on the wind." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Cut it, print it, run it. <laughs> uh, the tail. And everyone's uh, like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> What? <laughs> uh, I guess I have to ask what the epilogue of the tale is. Does it have a moral to convey? Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the moral, the moral of the story is to always talk about the actual terms of your relationship. <laughs> Rip Sable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what happened after that? No one else could have known. Um, well, first of all, Sable didn't actually die. Um, but the thing that did happen that no one else knew is that that first time that Sable died, Sable gave Afiel their true name. Mm. Um, and it was the first time that they had spoken it since their youth. Um, and, um, and 
the way that they phrased the sentence um, <laughs> sounded enough like a marriage proposal <laughs> that uh, another night when Sable dreamt of Afiel, Afiel gave them a ring, and when they woke up, the ring was in their palm. And it's the ring they have worn on their finger ever since, which is why I say that they're married, but they're not actually married, because they've never discussed their relationship in actuality. <laughs> and Sable's like... Someone asks Sable if they're happy with the story later, and Sable's like, I mean, it could have been worse. Afiel could have been the one who was dead at the end. Looks mm. into the camera like I'm on the office. Yep. <laughs> um, Very good. God, that was so good. Thank you for that, Zachary. You're welcome. It's always good to bring out an old classic. 